0: Really, no, yeah, it's official. <laughs> that was a little bit of a wet burp.
1: That was a good one, man. I, I'm a connoisseur of burps. My wife, uh, my wife detests me burping, and I and she tries to force them out. You know how women they go like little, little uh type burp. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get it in the bellows, you gotta bellow it out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 41 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny and our love of the game. We bring on different guests and communities to learn about them, their experiences in destiny, and other topics. Your hosts are always, as always, R. Kingsley, Mac, and Sin. Sin, we're back for the new year. How you doing, man? Uh,
0: better. That week off was rejuvenating, and by rejuvenating, I mean I worked my tail off. And you were <laughs> sick, right? And sick this past week, absolutely. Uh Well, at least I did.
2: (laughs) Okay, let's do a podcast every night of the week.
0: (laughs) Hey, I would have still been there. I worked every day of the week, so I might as well have been there for the podcast. That's in my nature. But other than that, magical as always. Kingsley, how
2: are you? I am doing good, and it's been a nice couple weeks off. And we took, ultimately, we may have only took a week off of the podcast. We're excited bringing you this next one, and it'll be a good discussion with our two guests that we happen to bring on tonight. You've heard, one, but two. Yeah, you've heard at least one of them before on our show, and I'm sure you know the other. We have Gator and Skull Reaper. How you doing, guys?
3: I'm doing good. And if hey, I may what's... interject real quick here, um, since this episode's about uh, generations, feels a bit of a missed opportunity that it's not episode 42. But that's just me. Uh, well. <laughs> Meaning of life. You can't think of
2: everything, but (laughs) unfortunately,
3: all right, Gator. Let's go,
2: Reaper. We'll go, Gator. We'll kind of introduce again a little bit, uh, even though we've had Gator on before. Gator, how you doing?
1: Good man. Good man. Uh, uh, Sin, brother. I feel you, man. I'm I'm at the tail end of my cold right now. I was uh, coughing and whatnot last night recording our show. We had the great Lana Babana on, and uh, yeah, yeah. I feel your pain, man. I'll be hitting the mute button a lot tonight. (laughs)
2: it's all good we're chill over here you can you can hit the mute button you can go out for a drink we'll wait (laughs) (laughs) we'll keep it going anyways those who don't remember gator is from the lovely guardian down podcast with host hazelnut and uh boy what i wonder what episode we had you on i should have had that on the ready but uh you guys are great friends of the show
1: Yes. Yes. It was a great time. I'm, I'm super glad you guys invited me. It's a great show. And Mm -hmm. uh, every now and then I go back and listen to it. I like to, I like to critique myself and say, you know, I probably should have been a little better in that spot there. And I'm, I'm real hard on myself on that stuff. So thank you. you I have to be
2: better on the show, sir. We are chill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank, thank you for the invite. Thank you again.
2: Yeah. And then we have Skull Reaper on and Skull Reaper is in, Gators community over at Guardian Down, and he's also in our community at the Guardian Hub. So many people mm-hmm. know Skull Reaper. Also, how you doing?
3: I'm doing good. Uh, it's been about two weeks of winter break now, or Christmas break, um, and it's it's been pretty good.
2: I'm trying to remember, how did you find out about our community? Was it through Guardian Down? Oh, that seems like it was the case, but I'm I've just was it because I think or maybe we played started... with, you, with them yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. Because I started with um, Distinguished Guardians.
2: Okay, might have been them. And
3: And then uh, uh, Gator and Hazel and Easy made Guardian down and I was over there. And I think we're doing a raid night, so you invited me or something to the server? Something like that.
2: At this point, we're all just blended into all of the communities. (laughs) Yeah we're all, us Destiny players are all over the place, right? It's like, mm-hmm. who's what, where, you know.
0: <laughs> I'm still waiting for that one giant server family and everything goes into one server and then I don't need to have 25 or so in my server list.
2: And sin is the ruler over them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, thank you.
0: And to answer the question, Gator was on episode 32. Ooh. I was going to say 28.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't remember. I'm old. I can't remember that stuff.
2: I I was four (laughs) off, so. (laughs) Well, I did not have it on the ready, but that's okay. Well, um, as school hinted to, uh, we want to first talk just about what we've been doing in Destiny, but then we have a fun topic this evening on. I wanted to talk about different generations and how we game and what it's like gaming and pluses and minuses and any stigmas. And so I thought it'd be kind of interesting to bring on different age groups into the show just have a fun little discussion about what that means. But uh, before we do that, um, Gator, uh, I know I I have listened to your recent episode and um, with 13 gaming, still gaming, but do you have any, um, whether you're, you don't have to give a long answer, but what are your um, personally for you thoughts in in Destiny, especially if it's changed within the last week or two?
1: I will always be a fan of Destiny. Let me make, make that clear. That's why I put that little, uh, a little disclaimer, because we are a Destiny podcast, and I didn't want to sit there and tear Destiny apart because, hey, I mean, I played ever since the beta came out in, in what, 2014? So, <clears throat> I uh, we talk about, actually, in our show uh, last night we recorded, that'll probably be coming out before your show or at the same time, uh, about the good things that have changed since Destiny 1. That was our topic last night. And, uh, there were a lot of things that, uh, all three of us could come up with that we really appreciated about destiny Two that maybe everybody kind of forgot about. So, uh, I've been doing the grind, you know, the battle pass doing the battle pass. I think, uh, in fact, I was just pulling that up to see what level I played. I love accounts, how you call it the battle pass. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't play any Fortnite, but I call it battle pass. Cause it seems to be a neat word. It's, it seems to be fits real nicely. Because you're you're doing battle, and every time you do battle, you're getting XP, and that's the one. That's probably the biggest thing I really like about Destiny now, is you can do anything. Open a chest, you get XP. Anything. I mean, literally, run a run a, can a just run. Can you stand a still and get XP? No, you can't. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but it, it's pretty close to a lot. Of, another game I love to play, back in the day, and that was Battlefield. And Battlefield, if you threw ammo, you would get points. If you assisted somebody, you got points. If you Healed somebody, you know, anything you did in the game, you got points for, and that's the great thing about this new season pass bar, I guess we can call it, is that anything you do, it just keeps chugging toward your, toward your fixed things that you know you're going to get in that battle, battle pass. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, it's great. So, yeah, so yeah, that's, you know, and I love the, I love the, the trickle content. I love the seasonal content. I love the different themes. But uh yeah, I won't I won't mumble on forever. But that's that's basically in a nutshell. i I'm I'm very happy about it. I've always Where are loved you Destiny. In your battle pass. Oh yeah, good question. I was just had that up. Uh I play two accounts. I play I play mainly on Steam now. I play a little bit on PS4 when uh my buddies uh Bitorid, Jughead, and uh Warcry. You've probably heard him. Uh are playing us Usually it's during Iron Banner is when I jump on that. So I'm mainly a Steam player now. And I am 92 Ooh. on my normal my regular my alternate steam account and i'm at uh 87 on my gator account. Jeez,
2: and you have two accounts. I mean, i play yeah. in two places, but i just do one account. <laughs> so
1: Well, i jump on every morning, you know, i'm self-employed like yourself and i jump on in the morning, i grab uh gunsmith bounties and a couple of planetary bounties and of course those nice dawning bounties now that are double xp and just run out there and run into a, a lost sector and get it all done. And then I go to work.
2: And how are you feeling about have you done any builds yet or found anything fun in the seasonal artifact for this season?
1: I'm I'm starting to get I'm starting to turn the corner on that. I'm just now starting to find out, you know, when I get a piece of armor that's 60 or better, I start looking really closely at it, but if it's 55 or 51 or 52, I just discard it or, or rank it up or whatever. You know, move it into something a higher light higher power but no i'm I'm just now starting to look at the armor and realize okay this is going to be my recovery build because i play a lot of crucible and recovery is really important now in crucible mobility and and uh recovery so i have a, a crucible build and i have like a raid build and then i have like a regular pvp build for like dungeons and stuff so
2: well when it gets to my turn i'm going to tell you about a cool telesto warlock build which you will oh
1: love. i have so. all ears buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, Gator, um, or sorry, Skull. I think Skater, Skull. Um, what have you enjoyed in Destiny lately, or what do you think about the state of the game? What are you working on? Um,
3: recently, I got all my ritual weapons, and I got divinity. Um, Congrats. Uh, state of the game so far, I think it's doing okay. Um, Season of Dawn seems to be a little slower this time around, um, but I've been doing Crucible, and it feels I've just been getting frustrated in there, but I, I've taken a break I'm from that. I'm not going to do it until maybe a few months from now, and then I'll uh, see how it is.
2: So you got all your your pinnacles so um, mm-hmm. and divinity, so probably not even too much to do in PvE either. Are you are you looking at any builds or season pass, or are you just kind of just doing whatever?
3: I mean, I've transferred over to Hunter, so... Void battery hunter is pretty much it.
2: Yeah. I like Void when I run my hunter. It's a good build. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um yeah, and we raid with you still fairly regularly. I'm trying to remember the I think we did a uh Garden Salvation fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I know we, we always appreciate you coming in our raids and uh and you can definitely hold it with with the top players when we when we trying to get people through and we've never been able to bring a group of people like three or four that haven't passed it all the way through yet, but, uh, we, we're um, at least getting towards the end more consistently now. So Mm -hmm. eventually we'll get people to pass either with people that have cleared it already or we'll get it all the way. But, uh, you know how it is. It's like hard to get a regular group going and and swapping in or swapping out. Well, excellent. Uh, sin, what are you working on? You're probably playing the game right now. If I, if I believe that's correct. No, I have it on.
0: I'm looking at the uh, director at the moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hmm. There's that cough and phlegm. <laughs> <love> so, <laughs> um, plus, I just ate a piece of chocolate while I was uh, waiting. And uh, <laughs> I uh, think it's I logged now. in once in a week because of my work schedule. So I was off, you know, Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day, but I had no day off this week. So I've been working six days straight. I logged in just before reset to get uh, the triumph for the third rotation of the sundial activity. And I finally got my flawless clear of the sundial activity, the same run, 10 minutes, 15 minutes logged in, logged off. And that was the extent of my playing this week. So I have not worked on much recently. Unfortunately. It's just unfortunate with my time timing and schedule, but um, I did play a little bit of Gambit here earlier today. I think I might um, I might have played one other night. I think I did some strike activities while you all were rating, uh, and that's that's been about it. It's been a pretty light week, and uh, I think in the past two weeks because I think it's been that long since we recorded. I'm not going to lie, I did play some Pokemon Sword.
2: It's all good. I just don't know that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Switch. It's fun. Is it fun? Okay, good. Yeah. It reminds me um, when you were talking about uh, the things you're working on. You owe me uh, this week. We need to find that last um, nightmare hunt on the moon. So I know I you have all three done, that. but I don't have my last one done yet. We missed last week. Was it last week's or this week's that you need? I think it's this week now because I think when I helped you with the last week, it was the beginning of the week, or I don't know. I I, I bet it's this week still. So we'll figure it out later. We. We don't need more of the listeners with that, but... um, Slide into my
0: DMs. We'll we'll get that going.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And as for me, I I was getting a little bit uh, bored of Destiny a few weeks ago, right before Christmas, and was starting a little bit of Borderlands and stuff. But um, I've gotten a renewed interest the last week, and I have two of my Pinnacles done now. I have um, my uh, Strikes one and my Crucible one done. Well, technically, the Crucible one will be done at reset because I have enough points mm-hmm. to bring me over the bump and I just don't want to jinx it. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh, and then I'll have left the gambit one to work on. And I just, uh, I think I'm going to wait for a double or triple infamy because I just don't like gambit. So, um, we'll see. I don't know if one will be coming anytime soon. If not, I guess I'll slowly work on it. Finally got my window go done also because I'd never put a priority towards that anytime until recently. So I got window go done. Got all those and I got my divinity. I, I was able to find a cool pickup group on PC that had run it a bunch of times and um and uh it was only my second clear for getting it done. But before we started it, they asked if if I had Divinity. And I said, No, I'm like, but no big deal, but they were able to get me through it pretty quickly and which was very appreciative because it's always nice when like five of them are very familiar, so it doesn't take long mm-hmm. just to run one person through it. And uh, I'm only about level 40-something on my uh, season pass. Um, But I've really been getting interested in the builds also. And this is what I wanted to bring up. I found this cool build through a shout out to um, uh, two Titans and a Hunter. They recommended a video from Houndish. And he has a build for a good exotic build for um, one for a Hunter, one for a Titan, and one for a Warlock. And the Warlock one is a solar build. Uh, which I'm all about the Solar Warlock right now, which is, if anyone knows me, very, very weird because I'm a Void Warlock through and through to die for. I hate doing the Solar normally, but with that new Icarus Dash movement that they added in and the uh, the Flaming uh, Solar Melee, <laughs> those two things alone make me stay on uh, Solar for now. Plus, it kind of seems like Bungie's pushing that this season. Mm-hmm. So this is a build, and you'll appreciate this gator that uh includes Telesto in it. Okay. And you use Karnstein armlets. So what you need, you need quite a bit of these new um mods. And so um I made a list here, but just look look up the video three houndish, it'll be easy too. But you need quick charge, and you get that from the e to z obelisk, and that can only be added to the arc. Don Helmet. So you need one of those new season of Don Helmets and it has to be Arc. Mm-hmm. And then you need Heavy Handed, and that can be found from the Tangled Shore Obelisk. And you need an Arc Dawn chest piece for that. Okay, And then you need um, to add Taking Charge to your boots, but that one is just a plain mod. And then you add Solar Plexus to a Solar class item. And then for bonus, you also add Charged Up to get to that gives you two charges of light. So what this does is you shoot. Well, I say shoot, you know, it's the, in the new melee with the warlock where it has the flaming, you know, things that come out. Oh, yeah. Every time you do that, it basically half recharges your melee back. Plus you get ammo reserves for your, uh, for your weapons that two of the options is um, fusion rifles and shotguns. So you really want to run like a shotgun in your primary Telesto in your secondary and then whatever for your heavy. And so wow. I've been playing around with it and you're just you basically just don't run out of ammo. You you're just spamming Telesto, spamming your shotgun, um, especially with the Python, because that ha- you can do you can overload rounds into it, um, which I don't have yet, so I'm looking forward to getting that. Pick up the orbs on the ground. You it's you're basically a tank warlock because you keep getting your health back too. And so wow. you're just staying in the air shooting your melee every few seconds shooting your telesto and you're just invincible almost
1: (laughs) so it's a fun pve build that's not op at all (laughs) (laughs) hey thanks for that man i'm gonna i'm gonna look that up
2: and i was thinking i've gone back and forth like are these seasonal artifacts and builds a good thing or a bad thing i mean right now i'm thinking more a good thing again because it's kind of fun like changing it up every season kind of being forced to like come up with a new build because you know last season warlock had a really good bottom tree uh, void build with um mm-hmm. recluse and this season this is kind of one of the builds that's coming out i'm sure there's lots of other good builds
1: but let me let me ask you this kingsley when yeah while you're on this topic not to up. uh this was a criticism we had with when 30 and still gaming was on a couple weeks ago this seasonal armor, when we put these seasonal mods in it, do those mods evaporate and disappear with the season, or do we get to keep them within that seasonal armor? Do you know that answer? I
2: I think they do uh,
1: evaporate. Does anyone, Skull or
2: Sin, do you know the answer to that? What I would say,
0: <clears throat> you talk about the seasonal mods, the ones that comes from the obelisks, right? Yes, the ones from the obelisks. The obelisks are not going away, If I'm if I remember correctly which okay. to me means that they're not seasonal. The ones that are seasonal to me should be the ones coming from the artifact directly. Okay. The ones from the artifact directly will go away, but if the obelisks are staying, my thought process is that the obelisks ones will be around permanently.
2: Yeah, that's a great point. Well, where did you I hear I the wondering. obelisks are? Yeah, that's interesting. I never heard that before that they're staying. I thought they were staying. Hmm. Are they no, not? I'm not saying they're not, but uh I just figured they were tied to Sundial and Sundial is obviously going away. They have maybe, for
0: sure. maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe the obelisk, because they are tied to Sundial, if they're going away, then yes, they would then I would imagine they would evaporate as well.
1: Well let's think well, back. nonetheless, let's think back. Uh what what disappeared from last season, season of undying. Just the stuff on the moon, right? The uh the Vex invasions, invasions. Yep.
2: and the artifact in those mods.
1: Well well yeah and that, and that's what sin mentioned but i'm curious if was there anything else that stayed put i'm trying to remember now
0: see i go through the stuff so quickly i am not married to any build so if and i really stopped caring about putting mods on them because one it was too much effort to try to figure out what to put on there and i was going through the content so quickly that i didn't really need it anyway mm-hmm. the only ones i ever worried about were the ones that i needed to for enemy combatants the um overshield ones or the uh, right. whatever they're called mm-hmm. that you swap out in and out of your weapons. Those were really, really were the only ones that I ever cared about.
1: And and that's the reason I mentioned that Kingsley brought this whole Bigamaboo up is because I'm worried I'll get married to that build and be Telesto murdering people in crucible. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And now that crutch is gone. and Now I have to figure out another way to, you see what I'm saying?
2: Oh, I do. And, I felt like at the beginning of the season, it was kind of annoying starting over and having to rebuild. It, it's like, it's fun. Maybe when you're halfway in the se- or a month into the season, you're actually able to do all the things if you hit it hard and then you can have fun with it for two, two months. And then it's potentially fun again with the next season because you know something new is going to come, but then it's super annoying at the beginning because maybe you loved that and you have to wait to build it up again. Yeah. They've said, they might bring some things back, but when are they going to do that? I mean, A, they don't want to bring it back too quickly because people will just think they're recycling too quickly.
1: I, I think when they said that, they were referring to some of the exotics. That Maybe, yeah, so. maybe if you didn't have the Battle Pass Premium or the Season Pass, and you didn't get that weapon unlocked, that they would bring That's the way I, I remember hearing it, is that we're going to bring it back at a later time, but they wouldn't tell us when.
2: Well, the ones that they've had to bring back are the obvious, like in the artifact, they've had to always have like anti-barrier and unstoppable and overload because mm-hmm. those are just built into the game in the raid and in the nightfalls. Right. That's kind of like that first first row. I'm looking at it right now. And then the second row, is kind of like some of those enhanced, but they're a little bit different. Maybe each season, they kind of like focus on certain weapons. And then the next three rows kind of tend to be look like they're like the very specific things to the season Mm -hmm. i don't know i right now i'm just basically to answer the question tell you how i feel i'm a little more positive on it than i was before but yeah about two weeks ago i was getting kind of frustrated with destiny and board and like i I mean the activities as we know are already done unless you're raiding or like pvp there's nothing to do in the game really if you if you've hit it hard and so it's really just building up your season pass or looking for builds but i've been doing that lately and that's why i've been having fun
1: well wouldn't it be nice if you could build this put this build together not part of the artifact mods but part of these obelisk mods and then just throw it and you know put it away in your vault and when something comes up where you want to use that you just you have it you know already downloaded. you you can have it even automatically preloaded ready to just one click on on dim it would be nice if that's the case i hope i hope i hope sin's right sorry i will take you on a tangent if you let me (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that's great i love these discussions you know talk away everyone <laughs> well um anything else we've been working on or if not we can go onto our main topic that's it that's it, it's it's it. it all me. right don't forget to download your free epic games
0: <clears throat> psa <laughs> <laughs> i do Are that
1: yeah oh, oh i don't did, even know i did want to mention one thing yeah I just finished The Witcher series on Netflix. I'm oh, not going to spoil yeah. anything. Oh. I'm not going to spoil anything, but damn, yeah. Admiral. Nips, don't. Damn, that's a great show. And I mean, take it from someone who did not play the game and did not read the books. And is a Game of Thrones fan, you're going to love this show. I'll just leave and
2: that. for me, I did not watch Game of Thrones yet or whatever. I did not read the books or play the game. I'm in the second episode so far and I absolutely love it. So yeah, it is really really good.
1: The second episode, you're kind of just dipping your toe in. And then third through sixth, seventh episode, you're all in, man.
2: I'm already in, so that's good news. It's even going to pick up.
1: And it it gets really good.
0: So I don't remember where – I'll continue the tangents. I don't remember where I was talking about it, but I got the audio book for The Witcher, The Last Wish or whatever on iOS. It was only $5 uh, about a week ago or so. And I crushed that this week on my drive. And I got really engaged in listening to it. I thought it was good. I thought the the voice, whoever did the uh, reading of it, did a really fantastic job for The Witcher. And uh, I got really engaged in the story. So I'm I'm excited to actually watch the Netflix show, which I, I got to sign up for Netflix now because the person's account that I was using, apparently I can no longer access, whether it was a password change or not. And
1: Oh, that that brings up a that brings up I wanted to tell you this before the show. Interesting day today. Yeah, <clears throat> I was watching the last episode of The Witcher. I went into my kitchen to grab some coffee. I came back and it says you have now been logged out of Netflix and please re-enter your password. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> unacceptable. Someone a bot a bot or something had figured out my password. <clears throat> logged into Netflix, unlogged me from all my devices and <clears throat> set up their own password. I even had uh, where they could send me a, a text for a code mm-hmm. and that didn't work. So that, that's invalid. Sorry. So I called my son who's really into computers and I said, son, try to try to log into uh to Netflix. And he, I guess his didn't cache yet. Didn't catch up to him. And he was able to reset the password back and put a new password, new sign in and everything. And just totally save the day, well, but that—that's how my whole half morning went. This whole half morning, I've been going through all of my accounts and giving them all distinctive passwords. It's just crazy. Oh, damn.
2: damn.
1: Yeah. So, that was my Saturday half of it, anyway.
2: That happens. Yeah, I, I've—I have to help people with that all the time with my job. Of just, it's not even necessarily that people always get hacked, but it's like a bot somehow eventually figures out your password and then they can get in and. Yeah, and then you just got to go through that hassle it, of fixing everything.
1: It is scary that there's bots out there just, just crunching and crunching and crunching and figuring out. Well, that's
0: mm-hmm, basically yeah. brute forcing. It mm-hmm. is. It's scary. So it's you, a long, long time.
2: But yeah. I mean, usually it's, usually they find out your password from another one if you've ever used it. So yep. tip one, never reuse passwords. Tip two, make them long. Tip three, do two-factor authentication. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I do now. Um, I did want to say a couple of things on the Witcher topic really quick. Um, uh, what was it? But, uh, oh, now I see a bunch of people are starting to play the game, and I'm really tempted to play the game Witcher 3, so I might might be doing that soon.
0: I actually have that on Steam, and I've only played it a few times. I never got into it because I was trying to do it uh, while being super engaged in Destiny, and it and it just didn't work. So... I have it. I have it ready to go. I just so need to play. It got
2: like uh, game of the year in 2015, so uh, I guess it's good. And mm-hmm. uh, and so the other point I wanted to make is um, I don't know if you feel the same way, Gator, but uh, the way he talks doesn't it remind you of like Batman? I'm the Witcher.
1: I'm I, I know he I, <laughs> he was so broody. I was like, come on, dude, is that your only accent you have? I mean, he's like, come on, are you going to go sit in the corner and brood? I mean, come on. I'm Batman. <laughs>
4: I mean, that's
3: (laughs) Gerald of Rivia in a nutshell.
1: I was at that, I was, I I gotta admit, I I was getting tired of that. I was getting old.
3: (laughs) I mean, I think even in the games, he's like that. So,
1: okay.
2: I just thought it was hilarious. He's had some
3: dark triple toss that I, I don't know if it goes into spoiler territory there for the games, but like being Witcher goes into like intensive training and stuff. and.
2: Yeah, he's, he's definitely the Batman of the medieval times. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our main topic. For this evening, we wanted to talk about gaming throughout the generations, uh, at least throughout our generations. <laughs> and we have different age groups on tonight. Um, you don't have to give your exact age, but if you want to kind of tell your approximate age, that'd be appreciative so that we can kind of have a feel for it. We have Skull on, which is the youngest of our crew. And how old are you, Skull?
3: Somewhere between the ages of 13 and 14. Awesome.
0: No, okay. 14.
2: <laughs> Somewhere between the ages of uh, 13 and 14.7.
0: <laughs> yes, that okay. works. Cool. Question. Do we need like parental consent?
1: Yeah. I always did that on, on my on. show. I was a little worried on my show when I had him on.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Uh,
3: I, <laughs> I mean, it's silly. not like you're getting
1: paid, so I guess not.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> If I was paid, that would that'd
0: be a different story. But. Exactly. They would want 95% of all proceeds.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then um we have Sin and me in the middle. Uh Sin. I know your age, but I forgot it. What is it?
0: Well, it's gonna be changing very soon. Come next month, I'm going to increment another number. Holy cow. So, oh yes. Big deal. Uh, <laughs> I am currently
2: 34 excellent excellent and uh, i uh, am 42 so i'm kind of like the younger of the gen x and then we have gator gator if you don't mind uh approximately how old are you
1: gonna save the best for last right
2: i know i feel bad asking
1: (laughs) i'm somewhere between 50 and 51
2: excellent (laughs) i love these somewhere And, and i am
1: i am the one of the older gen x gen x
2: I know. Everyone? Okay. I know everyone loves to joke about uh me and uh, Gator being boomers. I mean I get into my Discord too. Uh um Sharks calls me a boomer.
1: <laughs> is he the one that started all that?
2: Mm-hmm. Probably.
1: I was in the Discord. I was like, what is all this it's boomer? All talk? Fun, yeah, I'm fine with it. It doesn't the funny
2: me. thing is if if people re- actually knew us Gen Xers actually were like the I think like the first of the I mean before us like the boomers and the great generation and everything like that kind of just I felt like went with the flow and they didn't really like question the generations before them, but I really feel like the Gen X were kind of like the first to start questioning their parents, and then you know of course it went down from there. So I don't know what you think, Gator, but that's kind of how I felt about it.
1: Yeah, we were kind of the in betweeners. I mean.
2: We were known as the slackers, remember? They called us like the slacker generation. Yeah, yeah. the the
1: boomers, you know, were, you know, World War II into to, well, I'm sorry, not World War II, but Vietnam. Vietnam, yeah. My dad was in Vietnam. He was in the Air Force. And uh, he was all about putting your head down, working hard, good, honest day's work. And I mean, that pretty much translated to what I did. I learned from my dad to put my head down and just work. And that's how I started my business 25 years ago. So yeah, yeah, I mean <clears throat> I was never one of those kids that was uh you know wore all black in school and all that. I was more of the geeky band guy. I had my I had all my band friends and I and what's funny is I was I was like a duel uh I had a dual role when I was in high school. I I actually played football and I loved baseball. I played a lot of baseball even up into college. But and but I was at the same time I was in band and I remember I couldn't march because I was playing football and I remember my t- my coach and my band director were both at odds at each other. They were so pissed that I couldn't <laughs> march. And he was so, you know, the, you know, our coaches are like, you know, band, give me a break, the band. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my environment back in the day in high school. So. Yeah.
2: And then with, with mine being a younger gen X, almost to the millennial, I, I was definitely in this period growing up where, I saw like the note, not like there was no technology, but you know what I mean? Like before internet and cell phones, I saw kind of like the mm-hmm. no technology life growing up. And then I merged into the technology life kind of in my high school, early college year. So I kind of had it both ways. And it was easy for me to pick it up because I was a interested in technology and B because I wasn't so old yet. You know, older people can pick it up perfectly fine, but sometimes they don't want to is the issue. And when you're younger, you grow up with it. You're You're just forced to, you just learn it, you know, but I was kind of in that period. And then we have, Yo, go ahead, Gator.
1: No, I I was just going to add to that. I was, I embraced tech as well, but it was no, it was, it was low tech. It was no tech when we were probably pre middle, you know, middle school and before. And I remember my first computer class was using the, the Radio Shack TRS-80. We were learning how to just do simple things like make a sound. You put a command in to make a beep noise. That's how basic it was.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because there was computers, but it wasn't anything like we didn't know what the world would turn into once the internet and once cellular technology took off. That's what really changed the world, in my
1: opinion. Yeah, computers, computers were a novelty. Just, they, they, were like a, they were like a luxury. They were something. you It was just like a toy back then. really mm. didn't do much, but simple little things just to entertain you or or
2: like math calculations for banks oh, yeah. or
1: you yeah. know stuff like that. Right. Yeah.
2: Cool. Well, we don't need to bore the people too much on our history, but yeah, uh, and then, then we have we have sin the the slacker um millennial generation so we can just skip him and then we Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but that's then my a wife.
0: Typical <laughs> boomer response.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Now, my wife is the same age, and she it's funny because she says she almost um, associates more with uh, Gen X because she's the youngest in her family. She had a bunch of older brothers, and so even though she's your age, sin, she's kind of like, eh, I don't really consider myself millennial. And of course, millennial can kind of go down to, I don't know, about age 20 these days, I think-ish, 22, 25 is what millennial goes down to, mm-hmm. something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I was looking and trying to figure this out while you all were talking, because I couldn't remember the age brackets. But yeah, born, yeah, basically 20 to 33, f- 20
2: to 35. Oh, is it down eight, to 20? Okay, I thought it was sorry, like uh,
0: 1995, 30. so maybe 24, 24, okay. 24
2: 25. Yep. Yeah, they kind of do it by years, because obviously it's not like... As you get older you go into a different generation, you keep your generation name. <laughs> so and then Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. And then uh and generation names can change too, but so far I believe they're calling Skulls Generation Generation Z. Does that sound mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. The zombie generation?
3: <laughs> I mean
4: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Spooning I mean, like a true Z,
1: true Gen Z. <laughs> it <sounded> good.
0: Uh,
3: <sighs> I mean, I'm not glued to my phone so much as other people, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, mm-hmm. that's not a completely, uh, empty, um, not threat, but insult.
2: You know, yeah, and I never try to look at the, um, the jokes or the, 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 jabs that people have, I don't assume mm-hmm. things The some pluses that I've heard of the younger generation. And I see this with my, um, daughter, that's your age is, um, I, I kind of, yeah, maybe the older Gen Z or the younger, um, millennials it probably is more, that would be more like the, uh, glued to your phone type. But like, I, I feel like sometimes the, the Gen Z right now is, um, getting an air of super responsibility and saving as opposed to the millennials that didn't save as much money. I don't know yeah. if, if you see that at all.
3: I mean, cause we've seen the millennials, um, <laughs> not saying that you weren't successful sin, but uh, a lot of them crash and burn with uh, horrible amounts of student debt. So I guess that's kind of scared a lot of us.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The student loan problem is real. And if you ever do any listening for like some big names out there like Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, he is absolutely against student loans and going to school for that because you can basically learn all the stuff that you need to be successful now without having to pay for it. Pretty much,
2: yeah. Ooh, now we're really getting in the weeds. But no, that, uh, that is pretty much true. I mean, if you can be smart about it and not go into debt, that's always, that's always better. Well, I mean, I didn't even go in the weeds too much, but these are fun discussions, and mm-hmm. a, as they come up, we'll continue talking. But I kind of wanted to start with, I have a, a list of questions here, and this is just kind of a roundtable discussion. We'll, we'll kind of go back and forth, but we'll um, start with Skull this time, and um, tell us, uh, when do you, when did you start gaming or remember anything about starting gaming? Um, it's
3: been with me since I was born, uh, pretty much.
2: My dad's a
3: Xenial uh, he was born in um, 1981, uh, so he was a senior, Um And I'm trying to remember what the first game he played was, but yeah, he's carried that on, and he's been uh, introduced it to me. And even my mom plays a game from time to time, so it's just been with me ever since I've, ever since I've been born.
2: Yeah. Do you remember when you started kind of like coming up with your own opinions of games that you liked, like, do you, I see you play different games that they play. I I think Mm -hmm. you said they're not into destiny or stuff like that.
3: Um, my dad just doesn't have enough time for like the, I don't know, RPG type stuff. Um, my mom is more into like action adventure. um, like Spyro and, uh, um, little big planet, that kind of stuff.
2: Oh, this is so fun talking about this because it sounds like your parents are like exactly my age pretty much, and then,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then yeah, think about what my kids like to do. Cool. Uh Sin, do you remember when you started gaming? About what age?
0: Oh boy, I was fairly young. I uh, would you say probably when I was second, third grade, I think it was NES at that time. So
2: probably That's seven or eight. <laughs> you started was on that, Atari? <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Uh, no, my brother did have an Atari. So maybe yeah, I do remember playing that. Uh, and then it was NES after that. It wasn't Atari for long. And we were talking about like these old computers and how they weren't really what they are today. I also remember having a Commodore 64.
2: So that was still working? when? Because, yeah, I mean, I felt like these were even aging out when I was starting to play. But you still had one that was working?
0: Yes. Wow. I don't remember exactly what it did other than it had five and a half inch floppy disks that you had to stick in it and it didn't do much. <laughs> it did something, but it wasn't it a It said lot.
2: hello world. <laughs> and that was uh, it. <laughs> uh,
0: now you can code that in about 10 and a half seconds.
2: Yep. All right. So kind of your, your whole childhood you gamed. Um,
0: yeah. I I remember, remember the biggest thing always the biggest memory that I love talking about is always the, uh, the golden eye times when you couch co-op split screen, four players on there golden eye, your screen screen peeking and trying to kill the other person. That was always a good time.
2: Excellent. All right. And then for me, I also kind of remember my whole life doing some type of gaming. Um, When I was really young, it was probably just either arcades uh, because not, Tons of people had systems, but I do remember my dad bringing in some systems when I was maybe as young as six or eight. He brought in ColecoVision, and then I started running to some friends that had Ataris, and um, <laughs> playing that, and then moving on to, I don't know how old but my but what I considered my first system was NES, and I got it probably for Christmas or a birthday sometime shortly after it came out, and then... Just went through there, so I kind of started gaming at an early age also. Um, also, the joke about Xennials and my age group is we were the ones that uh, are very well known for... Uh, I'm sure all age groups did this, but uh, we're well known for the uh, Oregon Trail <laughs> generation playing that game when it first came out uh, in school, right? On the Apple IIe's or whatever. I
0: remember that. Did you have Spelevator?
2: Uh, that sounds familiar. What was that?
0: You, It was like a typing game and uh you had like computer class you'd go in and it was a typing game they also had organ trail but spell elevator is like to type and i don't know it was like spelling elevator game i, I don't really know how else to oh, describe yeah. it because that was it did like le- did like the
2: letters go up and down or something
0: i honestly don't remember i just remember the name
2: mm. <laughs> i'll say yes i
0: i am i am old and burnt out so you got to forgive me
2: <laughs> you're you're the burnt out one huh Yeah, and it's not
0: from drugs. It's from working too much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right, Gator, what do you remember your age from when you started gaming?
1: There were no gaming systems when I was a kid. There were no home entertainment systems when I was a kid. When I was 11 years old, that's when the advent of the um, arcades came about that's when developers were making games strictly for arcade machines to make money. And, uh, it wasn't until 1981 that I got my very first system that I asked for, for Christmas, because I know you don't do this skull, but we were what we used to watch Sunday or Saturday morning cartoons. And there would be advertisements about the new Atari system coming out and showed all these cool games and stuff happening. So that would put me at the first time gaming at home at age 13. So,
4: yeah. It
3: was one thing I feel it's kind of too bad about us is like we don't have like a weekly ritual that we do. Like we don't like wake up early in the morning to like watch cartoons or something. We just
2: have them on demand.
1: (laughs) The the difference is, Skull, you can watch everything and anything Mm -hmm. on demand now.
2: We didn't yeah. have
1: we didn't have DVRs back then. If we didn't get our butts in front of that TV at eight AM, Scooby Doo was just going away. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah, so it's it's nice <laughs> to True. be young now.
2: That's why I loved DVRs when they first came out. Oh, <laughs> Not to did start you know have that? that?
1: What, what TiVo. was that first TiVo? Yes, I used to have I them. Had TiVos. Yeah, they were like five hundred dollars crazy prices for those things. Oh, I gosh.
2: was like, come on. In our world and technology, can't we find a way where we don't have to be like a show we want to watch? We actually have to be there when it airs. I mean, just right. let us, I mean, you could record on videotapes way back in the day, but that was such a pain. I, I wanted a digital way to record, you know, on hard
1: drives. So oh,
2: yeah. don't know how it's changed since then.
1: Yeah. Think of how much I've seen over the last 25 to 30 years.
2: There's a funny video. Uh, everyone should look up. On uh, at the Ellen show about her having a, like a younger millennial or or general generation Z person try to uh, look up a number in an old school phone book and then use a rotary <laughs> phone, <laughs> and the person just didn't know what to do all, all along the whole chain. <laughs> Isn't Where's it? You
3: button? have to like you start at zero and then you move it up to the number and then you let it go. That's how you yeah. have to do it, right? But the biggest, big the funniest...
2: <laughs> A lot of people can figure that out, but the funniest thing though that that she did was um she kept the what do you call it the headset or the earpiece the what you talking to, mm-hmm. she kept it on the thing the whole time she was dialing. You gotta pick it up first Oh then. my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah and uh yeah and if you wanted to call somebody you had to use a phone book. The best store yeah, yeah. stop around.
3: So, yeah, I think that's the thing. The older generations get onto us for is like those idiots who aren't mindful of older technology. Those are the people they pick out and like say, "Oh, every one of you is like this." So,
2: oh, it's just fun picking on the select few instead. <laughs>
3: yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it goes both ways. Oh. Um,
2: so, but yeah, continue. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Um, all right, next question i have i'll start with gator this time uh did you ever take an extended break from gaming and why
1: yeah i had to think about this one i've gamed all my life uh i went from atari to ColecoVision and television then then i went over to the nintendo then the super nintendo and then i jumped to uh, i skipped the uh the cube and all that stuff i went straight to playstation one and that was it. that was the end of it PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, my son started on Xbox, but uh, uh, just I think I just put myself on a tangent, just reminiscing here. <laughs> but yeah, um, when I first had kids, I think I had to take a break because, my God, parents, I, I feel for you. When you get in two hours of sleep a night because your newborn decides you know they want to get up at 2 a.m. when you just went to bed at midnight. uh mm, It's really yeah. hard. I mean, I had I had to help my wife. I mean, when we had one kid, it was tough. But when we had a second kid, game on. There was really mu- there wasn't much time at all to do gaming. So I would say there was probably a, even though I got PlayStation One, two at that time in my life, I didn't play them like I do play games now. So <clears throat> yeah, that would probably be the time I did take a, a break and maybe a little bit of a break when I played baseball uh, in um, late high school into college. I was so busy with baseball. I probably took a good one one year break there. But other than that, I've gamed almost all through my life.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I'm i pretty much similar too. I, uh, I, I feel like the last couple of years of high school, I wasn't opposed to gaming, but there was just so many things going on that I just didn't do it too much. It's kind of like my generation growing up. It's like, Ooh, why would you want to play Nintendo with the kiddies in junior high? You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like
4: mm-hmm.
2: we were in high school and that was too, too good for us now. And there, there wasn't like phone games or anything like that back then. So I seem to remember taking a break then. And then definitely I concur a lot of people when they start a family, have their first kids, which for me was mid-2000s to about 2012-ish, somewhere right around there, right? I probably gamed a little bit here and there, but I really feel like I didn't game much at all, kind of in that five to seven year period. And then as my kids got a little bit older, it was easier to start slowly picking that up again. And then about five years ago was really when it super picked back up again, a couple of years before I first got Destiny. And then, of um, course, from Destiny on also. Uh, what about you, Sin?
0: So... Really, after high school, is when my extended break happened. I always had a console and I did a little bit in PC gaming. And, you know, I had spurts, I would say. Um, I think right around when my first kiddo was born, I was playing Skyrim pretty, pretty healthily on PS3 at the time. And PS3 was really my first jump back into console gaming um for quite some time years rather i never had a ps1 xbox ps2 anything like that um i kind of got away from the console gaming aspect but ps3 i got and and jumped into that um i played some diablo 3 on pc or on my laptop because my laptop could run it and then it's really been over the past two years how long have i been playing destiny now three years i got a little bit more heavy into gaming as a uh kinda of as my pastime or recreational drug of choice. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I probably took I don't know however long that was. Five ish years that I wasn't heavily
2: gaming. Okay. And then school might be a different answer for you, but has there been any even like months at a time where you haven't gamed? Months at a time where I haven't gamed. Ugh. I don't think there has been, especially with phone games. If we are counting that, right? I mean, it's hard for people to give that answer with games everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I,
3: I have phone games, but like if you count solitaire as a phone game, not really.
2: True. Yeah, but uh, let's say consoles then. So have consoles? you consoles taken months at a time off, or not really? No, maybe a week, but yeah, never months. It's all good. And, and and kind of like, yeah, I, I was thinking the phone game thing too. Maybe if when I was those late 2000s if phone games were more popular, then I might have done that more. I think there was they were just kind of getting started, but um, it wasn't really as big yet. So uh, that makes it easy, easier these days to, even when you have the youngins, you can kind of like just hop on your phone for a little bit, your iPad, whatever and play mm-hmm. some games.
1: That was the great thing about when I mentioned I took my break when my babies were, were just starting out, once they got to about four, then they wanted to play with you. There were pictures of me with my son in my recliner yeah. in my lap with a controller in his hand. So Oh actually up.
3: that reminds me. Um my mom would be playing a game and I'd come over in her lap and be like, No, this is the way to play.
2: <laughs> so Oh, that's um, awesome. I know I got to find some pictures of my kids too. I I seem to remember, uh, yeah, my daughter who's the oldest and she's your age to Go but I seem to remember like, yeah, her sitting in my lap and kind of holding on to a control, the second controller and just pretending to push buttons while I was pushing buttons, you know, and just kind of oh, having cute. fun doing that. I don't know what age she caught on and like, uh, oh, this isn't fun anymore unless I actually play the game. <laughs> but you know, when you're a bit younger, it's easy to do mm-hmm well skull i mean i think we know the answer for this but do you think it's normally accepted for your age to play games socially accepted
3: <laughs> yeah i i think it is um i mean it's it's a, in this a, it's an escape for most of us now because um uh, for a lot of us uh real life is just I'm you know, kind of depressing, so we just do that to get away from it or be with friends or whatever.
2: Man, that's deep. I feel responsible somehow. But I'm not a boomer, so I'm not totally responsible. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I mean, it's true, I think, for all of us. and We can get into that a little bit. But uh what about you, Sin? Do you think it's socially acceptable for your age group to, to play video games?
0: I would like to say yes, but... As a lot of people you know, unfortunately I'm kind of in that bracket where everybody I know now has jobs, their families and responsibilities. I think I know I personally know a lot of people, even in my i mean i would say immediate social circle that still play, probably not as much as me, so I would like to say yes, but I think it's uh, not as prevalent as I once would have imagined. And for you guys,
3: Gator and Kingsley, I'm going to guess it was because it's like, oh, man, that guy's got the uh, NES or whatever. Because <laughs> I, I remember my dad like telling me something like that, but that might have just been him.
2: Yeah, so just to answer the question, definitely when I was, I was young, it was a thing and socially acceptable. But then I feel like, and Gator might feel the same way, but as I got older, it became less and less socially acceptable because we were still expected to age out of that that was just only a kid thing to do Mm -hmm. and um and even today where it's more socially acceptable still people from my age there's this stigma like it's okay to play games on your phone but you play an mmo on a console you're just wasting time
1: hallelujah
2: Yet the the same, I know, right? And I'll let you talk about this, Gator. But then the same people that are our age will binge TV shows for hours and hours and hours, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, at least I'm thinking about doing stuff and builds and actively like trying to pay attention. At least I'm thinking. Well, (laughs) at least I'm just not. (laughs) At least it's a little more interactive than, than, yeah, I'm not like doing calculus, but like at least it's a little more interactive than just drilling in front of a TV.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, you could do the thing where you have, I have three monitors and I multitask the crap out of all of them, but you could always go to six. You could have a TV up on one screen, PC up on another, PS4 oh on another, a book on another, I mean you could really can you could really absorb some content. Since so you multitask way too much. <laughs> I do. I mean I'm I'm putzing around in the game right now not going to lie. Just like doing piddly stuff that I don't have to pay attention to just so I don't have to lose focus on what's going on in the podcast. Speaking of,
3: does anyone <laughs> want to farm your rat king catalyst out?
2: <laughs> I mean I think I have mine. Oh do I? Maybe I don't. Maybe uh, I don't. We'll talk
0: about point. that later. But yeah, I, I'd be down. No, it's what's the what's the exotic grenade launcher? Uh, uh, fighting line, no fighting fighting line. Mm-hmm. That one, that's the catalyst that I've been working on. Oh yeah, ooh. I need to be the whisper on my hunter
3: so I can get the heroic version.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice, Gator. You you were agreeing with what I was saying. What else, What else do you want? add to that
1: i am one rare bird let me tell you i have a handful of friends that are i'm not going to call them out but they're close to my age and we actually used to have a website called adult gaming alliance the aga where we probably had upwards of 500 guys our age our varying ages from probably the mid 30s up we had some guys from england and uh here in the u.s that were much older than us like 10 years older than us. And it was awesome. We all got together and played and it was a lot of fun, but I will not even post anything from any gaming at all on Facebook because all my high school friends would just laugh at me. It is not considered cool to be a gamer at my age. And I try to buck that every day. And I try to tell myself, you know, hell with them. This is what I like to do. And going back to your hallelujah moment, My wife, she's five years younger than me. So she is considered, uh, she's really in the heart of Gen X territory. And um, she will, at first, she understands it a little bit more now, but she used to roll her eyes when I did a raid. And, but then she would go right back to reading a book for five hours. So I would, (laughs) we'd have this argument a lot. We go, hey, listen, I play games when I get home from work to wind down. Not think about, you know, the job I got to do tomorrow or I'm fired. You know, all the, all the weight of the world that gets on you when you have to make a living. Gaming was my outlet. <clears throat> it was my way to escape. Mm-hmm. And my wife would come in and roll her eyes and say, were uh, you doing this again? I'm like, well, wait a minute now. What do you do to wind down after work when you come home from work and teaching? And She used to be a 911 operator too. I said, what did you do to de-stress? She came home and she read, and now she's a big time. This is why I was calling hallelujah. She's a big time bejeweled player on the phone. (laughs) And we'll be watching, we'll be watching a show quote together. I'll be paying attention to the show. No phone in my hand. And she will be next to me playing bejeweled while she's watching the show.
2: Oh, that's my wife too.
1: So come on, come on. What are we? What are we talking about here? You know? That is
0: great.
1: So when I, am sorry, I didn't Hold mean on, to blurt up, be this that next bejeweled thing. I didn't mean to blurt over you, King, Kingsley. But God, were you preaching to the choir, man? Oh, I agree.
2: Yeah. So,
0: so my mom is a big bejeweled player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't I, get it, but I've played it a couple times, but not to that level.
1: and I played Tetris and I grew up with those games I love those puzzle games but she's really good at it and I'll admit those puzzle games like that are really good brain food they really do expand your brain and I think they make you sharper but I'd rather be sharper with my hand eye coordination coming from sports than I would brain power as far as puzzle games she's more she's a teacher so she's more into puzzles and word games and I'm more into actual shooting or something that I'd have to react to or follow a dot on a, on, a, on, a, <clears throat> on a screen and being able to pull the trigger in time to be accurate enough to hit something. So I, I tell a lot of my friends this. I said, you know what? We're going to be the first official senior citizen gaming community. Think about it. I mean, there's some senior yeah. citizens, you know, they make fun of them on YouTube all the time. These 65-year-olds and 80-year-olds playing video games. And there's a streamer out there that actually is 80 years old that plays oh, Fortnite. He plays all these games and he's not half bad. Oh, he, oh, that
3: reminds me um uh Skyroom Grandma. You remember her? Or no I don't, part th- of her?
1: this this is a man and I'm I'm god, I haven't seen him in a while, but he streams on Twitch. He's a, he's he's now a full partner. He has at least three or four hundred people at a time watching him on on Twitch. And he's an ex military guy from the Navy. And uh, you know, he has the big anchor tattoos and all that on his arms, but He's just this old guy who still loves shooting games because it that's what he used to do in real life and he has a little dog cam where his little dog people can watch his little dog too while he's playing and Aww. I think it's the coolest thing and it, it, what what amazes me is the young people that flock to him and love it's like he's like their he's like their virtual grandpa and i think it's called grandpa gaming i think grandpa gaming something
3: i don't know I, i'm twitching around down here, here
1: grandpa gamer or grandpa something he's on twitch so yeah
3: yeah that reminds me of the uh, grandma who plays skyrim she's like 83 and like uh, her youtube channel consists of her reading all of the uh skyrim books
1: uh, it, oh. they're out there but they're considered more like a freak thing you know like mm-hmm. people are like oh my god look at this 80 year old playing a video game age is just a number guys it has nothing to do with how your imagination goes and how much fun you have or how enveloped you get into a raid there, it's all it's all just a number of guys people ask me what do you feel like now that you're 50 i'm like uh the same i felt when i was 30 honestly i feel exactly the same as i was 30 years old well, that's so, good yeah yeah so i this is this is my way of keeping sharp so i it I think, does help yeah and yes. i'll go into
2: that a little bit later okay. too um sure. and you kind of answered kind of my next question of have you ever been, has your game ever been shunned by those close to you? And it sounded like you kind of said that with your wife. She was kind of like, eh, you're playing there. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and name.
1: answer this because I was watching um, I was watching a movie with my folks tonight and they're, they're definitely boomers. My dad is 75 and my mom is 73 and I was trying to get them signed up on an app on their phone and it was like, I wanted to just grab the phone out of their hands and say, let me do this, please. I cannot watch you do this. You're too slow and you're killing me here so i kind of know i kind of understand but my my parents my brother my sister my grandparents all the people around me hardly any of them game and you know who i relate to at christmas time the grandchildren because they all game they all play Fortnite. they some of them even play destiny that's the only ones i can relate to and i'm like their superhero because i'm it's the Gamer. yeah it's like, uh, like a great great <laughs> uncle gamer great. I mean, great, great uncle Gator. So it's nobody in my family games. And I, I, this is kind of easy story. I'm easy. Who used to be a host on our show. He would talk about how this was the only place he could come to and talk to people because nobody in his work, nobody in his family gamed at all. So yeah, to answer your question. Yeah. I'm very much belittled because I game, I get the eye roll or the, or the, Oh boy or the, it, it just, just take you, it gets, it gets, it's taken for granted that what you're doing is actually very good for your brain. Very good for unwinding after work and settling and, and meeting friends. So,
2: yeah. And, uh, for me, um, my wife's pretty accepting. Um, she does a little bit of gaming, not anywhere near what I do. She's been on destiny some, and she's been on our show even. Um, so luckily nothing too much. Um, But every once in a while, she helps, you know, keep me in check to make sure we're just still going on date nights together and doing stuff together because that's the type of shunning that I should get to make sure I'm not like going too much. It's like, again, it's not so much because it's gaming per se, but like, yeah, if I was out fishing for like 12 hours every day, like five days in a row, you know, then hopefully I'd be getting a little bit shunned for that too and say, okay, let's just. Take it back a little bit and do some couple things together. And then I uh, do a few things together, and then we all feel good and we can kind of go our separate ways again.
1: Can I mention something real quick? I'm yeah, sorry. of course. I don't mean to jump. No, this is
2: great. Like I love it. It's going back and forth.
1: Um, you talked about doing things together. That's the one thing I will say to everybody out there. And when it comes to gaming, is you got to have balance, especially if you're married or you have a relationship. I, I'll admit, I was fully hooked and addicted in my early years of marriage. Not, 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 I mean, My, but not say my early years, but my, I guess my middle years when my kids were growing up and there were times when I was, I was way too into the weeds when it came to destiny or call of duty. And it was definitely, I was definitely unbalanced. It's very, very important to make time and have a structured week with your family and with your, with your, your significant other. Definitely that. And we go, yeah. like like I've talked about on my show, we go to movies twice a week. That's our thing. That's the thing we do. So, sorry, I wanted to jump in there and mention that. I but, agree.
2: Yeah. And it's. I feel it's good to get out of the house and do something.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: why I kind of use the word date. It doesn't have to be like some official big date or whatever. But when me and my wife want to do something together, it, it's not really even meaningful to just watch TV together because that's kind of like, eh, whatever. Because like you said, one might be on their phone anyways or something, yeah. you know. It, yeah. You, you got to be out, the out there looking
1: face to face at a restaurant. That's what that's mm-hmm. what I mean by a date night.
2: Yeah. Uh, y- anything you want to add, Sin? As
0: okay. soon as I can find the unmute he, button on myself. I was <laughs> kicked off the <a> podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. I got to go.
4: <laughs> now I'm leaning
0: leaning back like my eyes hurt from being awake for so long. Oh, and, I'm uh, sorry. No problem. Now I'm just leaning back. But yeah, i I would agree. We have, my wife and I have failed at this. We don't spend a lot of time away from the kids, especially when I'm off and I've been working so much and i I'm now I am usually up before the kids get up. And this week she's been off cause she's been a teacher. So I'm up and gone before she even gets up and the kids get up. And then when I come home, they're already in bed. Now, This week, because she doesn't have to get up early, she's been up a few times. But I've just been so late, and and this week I've been sick. I haven't felt much like doing anything. But, yeah, I mean, it is important. You know, you need to – I love my kids, but definitely need to uh, have some time away from them and just have some time out away from the house doing other things. Um, You know, I have tried to – I mentioned earlier, you know, content. I I try to absorb other content as well um outside of gaming uh, just you know whether it's movies or TV shows and you know you mentioned that you know if we're watching TV one of us might be on our phone or both of us but you know we find that still it's nice cuz we're still you know sitting together spending time together even though we may not necessarily both be watching the show at the same time or might be playing on our phones in between something but typically, we're engaged in the show regardless, even if we check our phones, and it's time that we get to spend together.
2: Hey, yeah, whatever works. It's about communicating, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then school, I guess I could say, have you ever had limits put on your gaming from your parents? <laughs> um, Yeah, that's,
3: what, that's uh, what I'm most well known for. Um, I think that's mainly my mom. I don't know if my dad really minded, but... um. <clears throat> They had a thing where it instantly logged me out so I'd just, like not play for hours on end, which I don't generally do unless I'm doing a raid, but like even then I'm kind of like, ugh, I played so much, I don't wanna I wanna get off. So <clears throat> yeah, that's really been the only time I've like have had like shunning, I guess.
2: Yeah. It's hard to know what to do for me being a parent with having kids that age. It's like I wanna be pretty flexible it's better to i feel be that way and 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 give good communication guidelines of what we think is good but not too many actual restrictions and luckily Mm -hmm. my son who lives with me i feel like things he doesn't actually game that much also he's kind of like more just of course on youtube and stuff like that which is fine but i i just don't know where to draw the line and that could be a whole other (laughs) discussion for another day but yeah um, yeah it's gotta be interesting
3: i know because like I think, because, like, my mom's work is... Um, her brothers have had, like, issues with gaming for hours on end. But, like, for me, like, if I do it for, like, more than two hours, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm done. So...
2: Yeah. You kind of self-police yourself, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm, yeah, I think that's, what, that's just what they're trying to teach me. But I think the issue with it instantly logging me out is, like, if I'm in the middle of doing something, I'm like, well, come on. That's annoying, I was... yeah. Yeah, so now it just beeps at me and it's like turn it off um yeah but i've gotten used to it so yeah
2: cool um okay a couple more questions guys uh, we're having a fun session everybody knows it's going a little bit long um and it's probably more positive for you school but any thing about your age that you think is positive or negative for gaming so like you know being younger you think you can better reflexes and is just an example or whatever you want to add any positive or negatives for your age.
3: Um, I want to say more time, but in these recent years, schools become more demanding, not like me from moving up to like middle school to high school, but it's just become more demanding because you know, society over the years. So I think it's like harder that way. Cause we have um, more homework, more stuff like that. So it's less time to play. Um, so I feel like for you Gator, since you run yourself, you have as much time as you need. But I have like my breaks and the time I have after I get out of school. So
2: yeah, yeah, and yeah, and then like, but do you also feel like your age is like it, it makes it easy to pick up games and um learn them?
3: Maybe I don't know because I've been doing Fallen Order and I've gotten frustrated with it because I feel like you should be good at it, but I move it up to the Jedi Knight difficulty, and I can barely take down uh, one enemy without nearly dying. Um, So maybe I'm just not good at the melee combat games, but I feel it's just not as fine-tuned as a Dark Souls would be. So that's just me, though.
2: Right on. Sin, anything your mid thirties is a plus or minus for your gaming, just ability wise, age wise? Um
0: I wouldn't say there's any positive or negatives. I don't think my reflexes are all that good. I would say I'm average at best. But um, you know, I think just the fact with my age bracket and anybody in this age bracket, um I, is build really the ability to really play whatever I want. I don't have to worry about somebody else getting me a game. I don't have to worry about somebody else saying whether I can or can't get a game. If I want it, as Ariana Grande says in Seven Rings, I want it, I got it. <laughs>
2: um,
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's really, to me, the only positive. Um, and just, I guess, experience after playing games for so long, I I think, you might play some experience in there, but I don't think it's much, honestly.
2: Yeah. Uh, one thing that I, I've always appreciated with playing with Scold is what we would say the impression. I know it's not everyone your age school, but we, us older players would get the impression that the younger players will, we use the derogatory, we'll say the squeakers or anything like that, but like yeah. tend to be a little hot headed or, or like show offy or whatever. And you've always had a great attitude playing with us. So I, I always appreciate that.
3: Yeah, I I try my best to do that. So, yeah,
0: he's a boomer trapped in a Z's (laughs) body.
1: I was just gonna say. I mean,
2: (laughs) you're like I wouldn't go that far, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm telling you, Skull. uh, We first had him on the show, our our, one of our earlier episodes. I was amazed at his age. I I wouldn't even get guessed he was that young, because he conducts himself so well in raids. Yeah. So yeah, he might be a boomer trapped in a in a Gen Z. Excellent. Yeah, maybe it's a
3: little is is uh my my taste,
1: I think. Yeah, very eclectic taste.
0: So, You're yeah. eclectic and well-rounded. Yeah. I uh mm-hmm. that, You're a fine your bottle of rum.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> a right. reflection on your parents <laughs> by a, the way. That's a good thing.
2: Yes. Cool. And then, yeah, for for me, um, I, I never want to try to use it as an excuse, but I, I have been noticing a little bit, um, uh, finger dexterity negative for my age, getting just a little, like 5% slower over the years, kind of like, not like I have arthritis or anything, but you know, things do happen when you get older where your fingers get a little less nimble, a little less flexible, quick doing things so i kind of joke that's why i got my astro controller with the bumpers on the back because um yeah. you know yeah. i mean i think it's good for any age to have better controllers but it's kind of nice mm-hmm. to those extra things and sometimes i remember a little bit less these days maybe just because i hold it different but like a year ago i started noticing like even feel my knuckles getting kind of sore after playing long sessions in destiny and then another thing where i really noticed yeah there is something about your dexterity going down when you get a is um I started playing the old original Mario Brothers 1 2 and 3 games cuz I had that on the Nintendo um Switch subscription mm-hmm. and I could pump through those games like almost like speed runs and without dying and everything when I was a kid and I felt like going into it now my brain still knew what to do but my hands couldn't move fast enough to do it <laughs> you know yeah so something's happening there but I do feel like at the same aspect, the the positives are like what Sin says. Like, I want a game. I just get it. I'm at a point in my life where I'm okay dropping down $30 here, $30 there without having to like hem and haw about it. You know, I'm not going to be spending yeah. hundreds of dollars all the time, but it is nice to kind of just do that. And then, and um, also age is a pro too, as far as like having a, Level-headed discussion with others, even people in any age group—thirties, forties, whatever—higher. The hotheads might come into a raid or a group, you know, PvP or something, and and start causing a fuss or whatever. And I either just a try to ignore it or try to be a peacemaker or try to just talk about something else. And I feel like, yeah, that's a little bit my personality, anyways. But also, I think having that age kind of definitely adds experience of like just knowing when to like ignore them or move on Mm -hmm. or just talk about something else.
3: Again, back to the we Swinger thing, I think I was lucky because um, my voice deepened up real like a lot these past few months. So I'm <laughs> yes. like, I, I, I can pass myself off as a lot older than I seem. So
4: yeah,
2: that's yeah, just a yeah. quick note. That helps. <laughs> uh, Gator, what do you think?
1: Let me be the beacon of hope for you guys. Because okay. I'm, I'm looking back in my gaming history, and I was a big Call of Duty guy. I mean, I played Call of Duty oh, for 10, yeah, 10 or 12 yeah. years. And I'm looking at my current situation in gaming, and I'll tell you why this is the fact, but I'm playing the best Crucible of my life. I've improved tenfold from when I first played Call of Duty, when my son first told me to play Modern Warfare. And I I literally stood in the middle of the map and couldn't even get my gun to aim in the right direction. I was looking up in the air, looking at my feet. I couldn't get that equal balance, and I would just get murdered. I can only imagine
3: how your son felt.
1: (laughs) And he was like, dad, have patience. You can do this. You can do this. I think I had like a 0.3 KD that first year of call of duty. Mm -hmm. And then I slowly started getting better muscle memory, started learning things, how to put things together. But here's the, here's, I think where you guys will benefit. And Kingsley, you mentioned that your reflexes were going down. I'm, I'm telling you reflexes is a product of building that muscle. And the one thing I have now that my kids are grown up, excuse me, and in college, is I have a lot of extra time now. I'm not raising kids like a lot of you guys are. So what I've done, and, and granted, I, I'm running my own business. So I, I mean, I have flexibility in my hours, but generally I have more time to game than probably a lot of you guys do. And mm-hmm. the reason, I think that is the main reason why I've gotten better over the years is because I've been able to, like, let's take Destiny, for instance. I moved from Call of Duty into Destiny. And the first year, I refused, refused to play Crucible because I was like, nope, I had my fill of of, of uh, PvP. I want to get in these worlds. And it's too bad because I missed a lot of cool stuff, Iron Banner coming out in year one and all that. I missed a lot of cool weapons. And the one thing I remember, I had to get the Thorn. And I had to play Crucible to get those void kills. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And I was forced to play it and I was cussing the whole time. I did not want to be here playing this. And how dare Destiny make me play Crucible to get this stupid gun, which was really good, by the way. But because of that one mission, that one thing I had to do in Crucible, I hungered for Crucible after that. I could not wait to play Crucible. And what I did instead of just randomly going in there and just shooting things as I became a student of the game, I started watching, I started absorbing PVP videos from cool guy, true Vanguard, Astacross, um, uh, fallout plays. Uh, there's tons more. I have a whole channel in my YouTube directory called daily crucible vids. It's all these videos that I've collected over the years that I can go back to and just get a little refresher. And because I've really studied the game, and that comes to my more of my maturity, I guess, is I've learned to outsmart my opponent and then have enough gun skill to make up the difference. And I would say I'm probably just a little bit above average. I'm not a, a high-level player in Crucible, but I'm just enough where I can do good for my team. And in, when it comes to raiding, I've learned to compartmentalize my role in the raid. And knowing, okay, this is my section. This is what I got to do. I got to do it at this time. Being a, I'm able to compartmentalize that instead of wandering, my thoughts wandering or wondering what's going on or whatever, getting caught up. I've been able to focus on my goal and what I need to do in that raid so that the team, and I guess that's the key. I play more as a team player. And I, maybe that's the difference, but I'm playing the best Crucible, best PvP in my life. I went back to play the new Modern Warfare game And because of all the things I learned, how to duck in and out of cover, uh, how to pre-fire, how to pre-aim, a lot of different things that I learned from these YouTubers that are, face it, they're in their 20s, maybe 30s. I'm learning from them. I went back to my old alma mater, my old Call of Duty gaze, and I actually was able to hold on. I was able to hold my own for just playing the game, not knowing any of the maps. So let that be a little beacon of hope. As yeah. once your kids grow up and they start moving out and into college, you'll have more time to make it a hobby. And that's what I've done.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I always try to have a fine line of, um, I, and I am better at Crucible these days than I've ever been when I had to get my linear fusion kills for the latest uh, pinnacle weapon. At first I was like, no, oh, man. But then I just kind of like sat down and did it and I got it. I mean, I think these were easier to get, anyways, than the scout ones, maybe. But I got mm-hmm. them done very quickly. <laughs> they, For they, me, made the, they made They made unheard of. of
1: yeah, the ritual weapons are definitely easier. To, I think Bunch heard our yeah. call and made it easier to get those. Yeah, much much easier.
2: But there certainly will also be times like, uh, you know, uh, or even if someone has like a physical disability where their hand starts cramping up oh, or something. Oh, so left, absolutely, you know, and I, I, that's kind of what I meant to. Like, I yeah. hope. I know sure. my mom has arthritis, so I hope i don't start getting you know issues yeah, with that my mom too up. so
1: but here's here's I'll give you an example. this is how I've improved in crucible when people would run at me with a shotgun or machine gun whatever. I used to just stand there and freeze and try to figure out how I could kill them now I learned to elude how to evade how to blink backwards, and I'm a void warlock just like you kingsley i'm i'm a i'm a if you look at my title on uh on Steam I have two void uh symbols next to my name because i'm a void player and you learn from these videos you learn you know what you don't have to stand there and die you can actually be very mobile and get away and get a better angle get back and get get back where you're at the advantage with their shotgun can't reach you anymore things like that so that's where you can get better as you get older yeah and not to mention your brain high hand, hand coordination your twitch reflexes if i didn't play video games i'd be a total. I'd be a total marshmallow. I'd be a total potato if I tried to play now.
2: Yeah, excellent. Well, that's uh, most of the questions for the evening. Just ask one more time as we go around. um, Anything else that you wish people would recognize or realize about gaming and any stigmas that you wish people didn't put upon us as gamers or anything else you want to add to the discussion before we close up? Anyone can just go forward. Hmm. I'm trying to think here.
1: Well, I would say this. Skull has proven to me that not all squeakers are alike. like. Very true. And, and I used to call them all squeakers because they would be in a raid. They'd be frustrated and leave. Very rude. Not not appreciate the team. Not tell anybody you're leaving to raid. You just leave in frustration. Done a lot of LFG groups like that. And Skull has proven to me that, you know what? You don't judge a book by its cover. You judge them by their character. And, that, and Skull is definitely... Very good when it comes to raids. Very patient and very good team player. So.
2: Yeah. That is true. Thanks. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: And then Sin, we just put up with because we have to. <laughs> Truth. You there with us, Sin? Truth. Okay, I, just, I just had to get a reaction. <laughs> well, before I you fall he's asleep. A, yeah. I think
0: he's deep into that bottle of rum there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was only about two shots worth and uh, it was a. Bumbu is a really good sipping rum. Thank you again, Dizzy. I know that I've I'm almost crushed my third bottle. Not not in one night, obviously, but over the course of the last few months. And uh, Kingsley is going to be on that bandwagon soon, as we were talking about before the show.
2: Potentially. Yeah, you have to special order it, so I don't know. But uh might it's find a, yes. a group to buy it it's in. A yes. It's yeah. a yes. Okay. I guess you're paying for it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I need more. So, saying you, you're making you're making yourself sound like a lush. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, um, considering his job, it's not every night and yeah. a
0: little little shot to sip on with a little ice and and have like a little soda or
2: water. We call it your your sippy time, your nighttime juice, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I should juice. be mixing it with the uh, Robitussin Severe that I've been. <laughs> Doing it during the day, but maybe not the best idea. <laughs> I mean, it was it was six hours before I had my last dose, so it's all right.
1: Send sippy cup. <laughs>
2: Send sippy cup. Oh, we,
3: we should out. make that merch.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'll be our shirts Sit. for the for our podcast. Send sippy are, cups.
1: As Hazel would say, "You are welcome." Yes, yeah, <laughs>
2: thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, Sold. man, everyone, this has been a great discussion. We we really appreciate uh, having you on Gator, having you on Skull. And I don't know, the just kind of came to me, and I'm like, oh, I know some people that are slightly younger and slightly older and near my age and around my age, and I just kind of wanted to. Um, you had an epiphany. Yeah, get everyone's opinion on this, and hopefully it was a good discussion and everyone listening to this isn't too bored. <laughs> it was eye-opening. Yep. Opening to say the least
1: I'm just pissed off. I didn't think of it first
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> what well a great idea! Uh, we'll, we'll sell the idea to you and then you can uh, syndicate it on okay too sounds good yeah i mean i i need to uh, Kingsley's got his own
0: business Gator's got his own business, so I need my own business so yeah let's uh, uh i'll hopefully. i'll sell them I'll sell the merch and uh sell previously used ideas uh the cool. usual I'll, rates, I'll the usual be moral support.
1: Yeah, yeah, that works. So, the, the usual rates, guys, as usual.
2: Yeah, yes, that Excellent. works. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't, I wasn't sure if we want to keep our dessert question going soon. It might be changed. fun to change it up to something else. Plus, did we already ask Gator? I believe we did when he came on. Yeah, but we I did. have another
1: one. I have another one.
2: Okay, uh, I'm gonna open it up some. You don't have to do dessert. Um, goal, and I might narrow it down to something yes. else, but for now, just do whatever you guys want. So, okay. go ahead, Gator.
1: My, my second favorite dessert, if we go to Carabas and there's some other restaurants that do this too, but there's an apple crisp that they cook in a frying pan, a little mini one, and they put a big dollop of ice cream on top of it, and then they, they put a drizzle of caramel, like a little moat, around the outside of the pan. Don't know what exactly they call it, some kind of apple crisp dessert, but man, is that so good. You mm-hmm. got to try it. Next time you're in a restaurant, look for it. Okay. We had a caraba, so
2: I'll have to try that.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, School. Any type of food or dessert uh, that comes to mind that you really like? You want to tell us about? Ooh, um,
3: cheesecake. Uh, I went to Cheesecake Factory the uh, day after Christmas. I was, uh, was so good.
2: Ooh, and what kind did you? I think was it Godiva? If I read, yeah, was it was it.
3: the uh, Godiva stuff. Oh, that was, that was a good, one. good. Yeah
2: they have so many to choose from of course
3: i mean it probably lowered my life expectancy but (laughs) it was worth it
2: oh you're still young if if you'll you'll be all right if you as long as you don't have that all the time you'll be okay (laughs) oh man but those are good yeah it's it's to die for Mm, that sounds good i need to get back to cheesecake factory have a couple around every once in a. I just consider like, um, cause you know, you can go in and they have a little to go order on, a section on the side. You can pick them up and like, okay, I should bring some home for me and the wife, but it's been a while. Yeah, for, Cause for I now. got a uh, Mac and cheese burger. Oh yeah. They have really good, um, which I, I want to bring this up real quick. Um, have you had those like Brussels sprouts with like bacon and like a little bit of maple? Uh, Um, I have not. It may may sound weird, but this is becoming a very popular dish, especially for like Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. But just a lot of restaurants are doing it, and I know how to make it really good. And brussels sprouts will taste good if they're chopped up with bacon and maple syrup in them. (laughs) So I
3: mean, like I like like my bacon with maple syrup, so like that isn't too bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they're good. Well, great. Um, good discussion. Great discussion about food. And uh, and we'll kind of wrap it up there. Um, I, I don't, personally think
3: that was the highlight, but that's just me. That
2: was the highlight. And, you know, we're going to have to have more. I mean, obviously the main point of the podcast is just destiny, but I've considered having every once in a while just more. Um, we kind of did it at Christmas, like miscellaneous episodes of food or whatever. You know, we could talk about other stuff, but uh, we don't have any iTunes reviews this week. So we'll move on from there. As always, if anyone's listening to this podcast, we appreciate reviews because it helps us get found. So, if you would like to leave a review on iTunes and rate us wherever you feel, well, and if you write any comments, we'll read it on the air and be much. Shameless appreciated. plug. Sorry. Yeah, it is a shameless plug, but uh, we do you know a lot of do that in the podcast land.
0: Shamelessness.
2: <laughs> yeah, and if anyone listening has any recommendations for people that they want on the show, please let us know. You can also let us know by just our contact info, which we'll give in a minute, or joining our Discord. But before we go there, I would like to uh, eh, eh, run you... away. Wait, I don't know that one. <laughs> I usually know your thing sin. Say run that again. Away. It's oh, a song. I know it now. I just it's didn't know. I'm getting like a weird echo these last couple of minutes. Um, yeah, something's happening. That. You might have some fixing to do there, Sin, but no big yeah, deal. That's fine.
0: You probably only hear my headset because I'm not wearing the um, my normal blue because I've been muting a lot in between. So I mm-hmm. normally wear the blue headset. That way you don't hear any of the audio bleed. Um, mm.
2: These you hear them a little more audio bleed in. All right, uh, Skull, do you have any contact info you want to give the people?
3: Uh,
2: I just recently
3: joined Twitter uh, at Skull Reaper 2005. Uh, You can find me on PlayStation at Skull Reaper 2005, uh, all caps. And on Xbox at Skull Reaper 343. I I still curse the man who took 2005.
2: I bet, yeah
3: it's just annoying not to have it the same across all platforms, but that's just me.
2: Yeah. You should um, create a, uh, a steam profile, even if you don't have plans on any destiny anytime soon, just so you'll have that name taken.
3: Uh, Yes. I need to
2: do that. All right, Gator. uh, Thanks again for coming on the show. Um, Please go ahead and just do a quick plug for your podcast also.
1: Yeah. I just want to mention, thank you again for, for the invitation. I love conversation as you do. And uh, yeah, this is a shameless plug time. Uh, Yes, you can contact me at Twitter, at ToddTheGator. You can also find me on YouTube, Steam, and PS4 at Gator, G-A-T-R, underscores in between. We do have a podcast we release every week called Guardian Downcast. And that is available on whatever podcast app or site you use. You can also reach us at GuardianDowncast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, at Guardian underscore D underscore cast. And we have an awesome Discord, which I believe Skull is a part of. Uh, Just look for Guardian Downcast. And uh, finally, I do have a YouTube channel. It's G-A-T-R, underscores in between, just like my gamertag. I'm at 88 subs. I'm trying to get to that 100. I need 12 people to just say, you know what? Why not? So, shameless plug, I need 12 subs to get to 100. That was my goal this year. So... Thank you. Thank you again for having yeah. me on, guys.
2: No problem. You heard it here, folks. And I agree. Um, please listen and subscribe to their podcast. It's definitely one of the, one of our main friends of the show and the Destiny podcast that are, I recommend everyone listen to. All right. Uh, Sin, where can the lovely people find you? Good sir.
0: I have a real quick question for Skull. Okay. You're the Skull on Twitter that's sad boy most of the time. Is that you? Uh Yes. Spelled by I. Yes. Followed. I now followed you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. I could I couldn't resist. The no, multi- it's fine. Multi-screen. Um, public event, following skull, and now I'm about to plug myself. You can Sweet. find me on <laughs> you can find me on twitch.tv slash in the cyn, typically streaming once per week. Um Which is casual. It's maybe once a week. More like twice a month kind of deal. And on Twitter at sin underscore media. Um, Quick PSA. Um, Life happens. And I used to do Destiny Digest. Once per week. Over with Dan Finity. Green Eye Music Lover. And um, Arrow. Unfortunately with life. And trying to keep a daily podcast going. We decided to. Dan decided to cut that out, so we will no longer be doing that. So I appreciate y'all for following us here at the Guardian Hub, where you will continue finding my beautiful voice once per week. Kingsley,
2: lather yourself in some cheesecake. (laughs) Take us out. Yes, that was in the ultimate... uh... Um, multitasker, but I will take us out just doing this one thing of giving you my contact information. <laughs>
3: Not gonna lie, I think that was the most excited I've heard sin all my It's he's, always,
2: exciting. He's always excited, always <laughs> excited. Yeah, what the stuff? I feel like
0: it's some Jack Sparrow kind of saying, "Be like, I'm always happy at the end, or I'm always excited at the end." Yeah, or, something like that, or something, something, something to that effect. It just seems more magical that way it does and
2: uh you can find me at sinmedia.com no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is a thing it's just not actually page to be built <laughs> well i i can, I I can make one of those. i own the domain but i need to find out where <laughs> i can the domain awesome yes i do because uh, yeah, i have an a... email address so yes i do have an i have a at com email address um One day, when I decide to create my own portfolio website for my, uh, as I like to call it, my online personality. Um, The day you take over all the Destiny podcasts in the world. (laughs) uh, That'll be a no for me, dog. I barely have time for you, Kingsley. (laughs) (laughs) But one day. you just One
2: day. You'll be the head of it and make all the money and everyone else can do the work. One day, Pinky. One day. (laughs) All right. Yeah. You can find me as Kingsley Mac on PlayStation. On Twitch, I stream occasionally if I'm rating. On Twitter, though, I am MC Kingsley. And you can find our show at our website, theguardianhub.com. And on Twitter, you can find us under The Guardian Hub. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. Happy New Year. And we will talk to you soon. Good night. Peace.
1: Bye, guys. Later.
3: All right. Uh, last thing. I, I sound good. Don't need to change anything. Yeah. yeah you're all good. right. Cool.
0: You're good. Yeah. I'm going to need you to change your entire voice right now.
3: <laughs> like this. Is this good, Sam?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have our intro. <laughs> oh, all. that was our
3: intro. Okay. <laughs>
2: And the clicking, if that's your sin, is getting louder, than- too. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that was that's my that one is oh, not that's yours. Okay. Got it.
0: Let's call this time.
2: <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> See, we just love having a fun, casual time here. We're not going to worry about if um, it's edited perfectly or whatever. I, I appreciate sin has a lot of work he has to go through doing. So whatever he edits or doesn't it edit. It won't be tonight. It'll be tomorrow. But <laughs> I will You need then. to get this out within the next 20 minutes uh do the people know whenever it comes out they can just pretend we recorded it 20 minutes before that so we're good